If you're listening to this episode in real time, then it's the summer in the UK and it's hot. And I know that you are all busy with probably even more responsibilities outside of work than usual or things that you want to be doing in this lovely weather. So today's episode is another short one for you. Hello and welcome back to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and today I'm sharing with you three ways you can use online communities to grow your audience. I've been a joiner from day one of my entrepreneurial journey because I used to go to in-person networking groups when I had my first business, which I started over 10 years ago. But there are more ways that you can leverage other people's communities in order to grow your audience than just joining up. And in today's episode, I'm going to share three of those ways with you so that you can learn how to grow your audience in this way too. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. And I am delighted to welcome you here. If you're a regular listener, can I ask you a favor? Can you hit pause, go to the podcast app you're currently using and either leave this show a rating or a review? That would mean so much to me as it helps the podcast reach new people. Thank you. On with today's episode and it's on one of my favorite topics, community, and it really packs a punch. One of my favorite ways to grow my audience is to be a joiner and to leverage other people's online communities to help grow my own. So let's say that you want to use this method too, and I highly recommend it. The first thing you want to do is to identify some relevant communities. The way that I go about choosing online communities to join is as follows. First of all, I'll get to know the host. Not personally at this stage, but I will do a little bit of online stalking. And when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. (laughs) I will go detective mode on the host of the community. I'll find out what their business credentials are, how long they've been in business, who they've worked with in the past. Find out as much as I can basically about that person and their business so that I know that I'm putting my trust and potentially my money in the hands of someone who I think can definitely help me and who aligns with my business values. Now, if it's a free Facebook group, I probably won't go to that much effort, but I will make sure that some of the important factors are still ticked off, such as as much as I can find out about whether the post's values align with mine, what the purpose of the group is, how much activity there's in, because you can see that before you've even joined the group. You can normally see how many members there are and how many posts there have been in the past week or month. These are all just little clues that I'll look at. And generally, I will be joining groups that are run predominantly by women who have had a good degree of success. I want to see the evidence. There are so many groups out there now in the online space. And unfortunately, a lot of them are being run by unscrupulous people, shall we say, who are overclaiming their experience and their knowledge. I don't want to waste time in any of those groups and neither do you. So that's the detective work that I will do before joining these groups. Obviously, it goes without saying that I'll also look at the topic. If it's anything to do with crystals, that is not the group for me. Just a small example there. You will have your own preferences when it comes to group topics and don't forget to lean into those when you're choosing which communities to join. So let's say you've done that step 
and you've decided which ones you're going to join. What comes next? Well, the first thing you need to do is to set about becoming a useful member of the communities that you've decided to join. And this applies whether it's a free Facebook group, a paid membership, a course community, whatever it is, wherever you're hanging out, you need to become a useful member of that community. A great way to do this is to search through some of the most recent comments to find the questions that you can answer that are within your area of expertise and then answer them honestly with no motivation other than to be helpful. This way, you'll get to know the other members of the group really quickly and they'll start to see you as someone who's friendly, keen to help and an expert in your niche. You'll get those conversations going and people will start to associate you with your area of expertise. Another way you can leverage other communities that you're a member of is to offer your expertise to the community host. And this is something that I do a lot of, delivering guest expert sessions. Do you have a topic that you could talk about all day long? Something you're really passionate about and know lots about? If you can't think of anything off the top of your head, take an hour or so, maybe less, and challenge yourself to come up with five to 10 topics. There's no need to flesh them out fully. There's plenty of time to do that once you've confirmed a booking. For now, you want to come up with a list of topics and then whittle it down to the ones that feel best to you and then simply start reaching out to those communities and offering to deliver these sessions for free to begin with. And then once you've got more experience and bigger community bookings under your belt, you might want to start charging for these. Or you can keep delivering them for free in the communities that are the very best fit for your audience growth and are helping you to find potential customers. Talking about your own business and asking for advice inside these communities is also a really underutilized method of growing your profile and your audience. Why? Because we often feel too self-conscious or are so determined not to be seen as pushy or demanding or grabby when it comes to people's time and energy that we don't do it at all. And that's a real waste. In general, I've observed that confidence is a huge barrier for women growing businesses. Now, that might sound like a generalization, but just this week, women inside my Facebook community have told me this, saying things like, the thing I find most overwhelming is the thought of putting myself out there. I have the ideas, but when I sit down to start putting something together, I just get completely overwhelmed with self-doubt. Somebody else said, I worry too much about what other people think. And someone else said, it doesn't feel natural, so I can't get me into my marketing because I just feel so uncomfortable. Now, if you're listening to this and it sounds relatable in any way at all, then I've got some advice for you. Personally, I've found that increasing my own confidence has come from taking small but consistent actions, saying yes to opportunities, even when they scare me. Like Richard Branson advises, say yes and figure it out later. I do that all the time. And reflecting on how far I've come. Let me give you an example. This month, I've been asked to become a digital advisor for Enterprise Nation, which was a goal of mine a few years ago. And I've been asked to deliver a session for a national marketing organization to teach less experienced marketers how to become more confident. Now, there's a session I badly needed when I started out in the industry. My point is that it's worth reminding yourself and reinforcing your own progress by looking back and realizing you're already way more confident than you were just a few years, months, or even weeks ago. Give it a try today. 
Think of some of the things that you've done well recently or you've been recognised for or people have reached out to talk to you about. And I can pretty much guarantee you'll give yourself a much needed confidence boost. Now, this has been a bit of a segue, but confidence is so key to growing your audience and your business that I think it's worth discussing often. For now, though, let's get back to discussing leveraging those communities and groups you've decided to join. Many groups don't allow promotion of your own business, but even in those groups, simply describing your business and asking for advice, maybe around, for example, what software to use or what methods other people have used to solve certain problems and so on. Finding common ground is a great way to build these relationships and help people to start recognizing you and what you stand for. You can think really strategically about this and ask questions in these groups that you pretty much know are going to give you useful answers that will help you grow your business. In my free Facebook community, the Audience Growth Collective, I often do this for market research purposes. I create polls and I reply to every person who responds and ask them for more details. You can do this as a member of communities too. You don't have to be the host. So have a think about some of the things you really want to find out about and start asking those questions. There's definitely a time and a place to be a lurker and to observe what other people are doing and what conversations other people are having. But really, if you want great results, you need to make time, space and have the confidence to be a joiner and join in, not just in these groups, but in the conversations and start those conversations too inside these communities. So have a think about some of the things you really want to find out about ask those questions and you'll start gathering real insights about the other members of the group and you'll become known simply because your name will appear in the group more often. Now, I don't mean spamming the group with silly or obvious questions simply to get your name on the feed. Nobody likes having their time wasted answering those. But have a good think about what you want to know and which are the best groups to ask these questions in. Make time for this in your diary so that it becomes a regular task and not just a one and done. You're going to want to keep checking back in on these groups, keep getting your name out there and keep your knowledge and information up to date with what people are talking about, what problems they're having. All of this insight and information, this going detective mode and getting the results is going to help you grow your audience and grow your business because you're going to have a much better and deeper understanding of the people that you're trying to reach. Thanks so much for listening to this short episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. Do check in and let me know some of your favorite groups and how you get on integrating yourself into those. And if you're thinking that you'd love to join a welcoming, useful group full of inspiring businesswomen, then make sure you join my free Facebook community, the Audience Growth Collective. I'll see you in there. I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes of my brand new weekly schedule. Thanks to some brilliant advice from a range of people, I have implemented a new schedule in my business and so far I am loving it. I've been talking about it to my clients inside the charge. We went through it together and lots of them are going to be implementing this as well. But I thought I would share it with you as my podcast listeners too. So make sure you join me next Friday and come behind the scenes of my brand new weekly schedule. I promise you won't regret it.